Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theatre Radio. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. It's time once again for you, the listener, and me, the host, to discover a new musical together. On June 10th of 2023, the first showcase of the new musical, One Shoe of Each Color, was presented. To tell us all about the show, how the showcase went, and of course, a little bit about themselves, I'd like to welcome Samuel Peña to the show. Sam, hello! Hey, hello, how are you doing? Good, thank you. All right, now before we get into all the fun stuff about the show and, and all that thing, we always want to get to know you a little bit better. So we always ask for a 30-second bio. No pressure, but all who right, is Sam you in 30 for. seconds? <laughs> I could have thought about it. Um, well, I'm a Spanish pianist. I was classically trained. And then I came to London to study my master's and that sort of changed me a lot in a good way, I want to think. Um, and I love improvisation, so I that's my main job as a ballet pianist. And then I wrote a musical over lockdown. Um, I also baked bread and I also made a lot of drawings and all that stuff. So that was, but that was another of the things I did. And it just came out of me. It's in an autobiography and uh here we are three years later trying to actually make it happen nice perfect it tells you a little bit about yourself including the brand which we may get into later who knows um but were you always into musical theater growing up or is that something you discovered a little bit later no not at all like my parents love opera love classical music and that's always been sort of my my thing and then i literally wrote a musical out of the blue I, I didn't even know that I loved musical theatre the way I do now. I know. So, sometimes it just it just happens, right? You just discover. It literally, literally just happened. So, so you're a classical pianist by heart. Yeah. Did you did you always want to be a classical pianist? Or was there I'm always curious, is there anything else you ever want to do? And when you were, you know, going through school and you went, maybe if I do this, you know, you ended up obviously with the piano, but is there anything else that tickles your fancy? Well, I had this crazy dream when I was a kid, um, when I was literally like four, which I didn't even know what the word meant, but I actually wanted to be an anthropologist. <laughs> uh, I, I just really think I just liked the word, really. Um, and then I started playing the flute when I was nine, and I met a really amazing piano prodigy when I was 15, and that was like a turning point for me. I was like, I want to play piano. So I started a bit late, but still, that was that was all I wanted to do. Well, um, starting late, you did pretty good. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I can't complain. I I did practice a lot. If that, if that was, it's not magic. No, no. Well, I hated practicing, so I'm glad you stuck with it because I could never do that. Oh, so you 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 play piano as well. I did. I I don't so much anymore. I. A whole thing, like my dyslexia gets in the way of my fingers and reading music and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I had to stop after a while. But my, you know, this is about you, but about me, <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be practicing in the basement, and my mom would go, she'd bang on the floor and go, "Stop making things up and write well, what you're supposed to be playing." No, that's the point, man. Be creative. Yeah, but oh. she's paying for the lessons, and I've got the book in front of me, so she's like. You know, play what you're supposed to play. But in the end, it did work out that I uh, made up stuff. But enough about me. Time for about you. So, 
So before you you got into the pandemic and you started baking bread and writing musicals, what what were what were you doing just before that moment? Well, I was in London studying my my master's degree, which actually it was supposed to be classical music, but I as I I, I think I just mentioned I came to London and that really changed me. So I went nuts literally, and within a month, I was asking the school to please do something for me because I was really not happy doing classical music. So yeah. I they they li- listened to me and they made a master's for me based on improv and like jazz and classical music and composition, which was really, really cool. So I did that for a couple of years and then a fellowship in composition and then COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let, let's talk about one shoe of, of each color, the musical. Um, So you, you said you wrote it during the pandemic. You obviously said you also weren't into musicals at that point. What was what was that magic moment when the, the light switch happened and you, you started to, you want to do this? Yeah, so I guess I was depressed, like 99.9% of the population at that time. And I just, you know, I suddenly had a lot of time to spend with myself, like like everybody. And to me, that was that was not right. Like I wasn't ready for that. So I, I discovered that I had a lot of things that I hadn't made peace with in my past, for example. And I am very creative, usually. So the way I get things out of myself is by writing. So I started just writing songs, writing music stuff. And then one day my mom just shows up like she she walks out of the kitchen and she says like why don't you write a music why why don't you do it for you know put it all together into something that's actually instead of random little things just make something big with it mm-hmm. and that, it was my mom really <laughs> seriously <laughs> just simple as that just just write a musical yeah. <laughs> so. seriously it was a good idea <laughs> nice so tell us what, what's the synopsis of the musical what's the plot so the plot is it's an autobiography it's it's my life which i tend to say that it's not interesting my life is not interesting but what i think it is interesting is the mental process that i went through that i go through um and the the the, the plot is is one girl that thinks that she's a girl and she realizes she discovers that she's not um at the end which i've just massively spoiled the musical for you but it's <laughs> it's is the way it goes yeah um yeah so it's that journey of meeting people of discovery of like going through a shit show if you allow me to say that i i, I encourage it <laughs> so. great so, so i'm curious this is obviously you were writing and you were creating and improvising stuff was there a difficult transition going from you know writing that classical type and working on that to the musical theater world or did you just find it kind of a natural progression for you to be honest um i i tend to say that the musical wrote itself i i'm an improviser so i just literally had like a like a microphone in front of me and my keyboard my piano in front of me and my computer and i literally vomited the recordings one after the other for like a couple of weeks like I had it all laid, like out of my body, out of, out of my system for two weeks, and that's it. Um, obviously, there's a lot of refinement, a lot of work that you do after that, but the the whole thing just came out. 
Did, yeah. You didn't, obviously when you have classical music, unless it's opera, you don't write lyrics. How, how was that for you? Did you find that simple or easy or more difficult, obviously, than the music? It just came all at the same time. And funnily enough, it came in English, which I am Spanish, is my second language, but it just all came together. I guess it was meant to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're you're working on it. Um, how did when did you take it to the next level? We're out of the pandemic at that point. You you know what happened next? So I put it in a drawer and I closed it for months and I didn't do anything with it because obviously there was not an, any space in my brain because I was like, I can't even go back to London because there are literally no flights. So I want like at some point, one friend of mine asked me randomly over the phone, I, I heard that you wrote a music because I, I probably told some friends like, oh, you know, apart from baking bread, I've also done this. Like, it, you know, not not, not like a big thing. And, and she was like, show me something. So I, I sent her a few recordings and she's a musician as well. And she was like, you know what? You, you do really need to do something with this because it's really good. So I listened to her and I saw it actually make trying to make something that would potentially turn into something at some point when life allowed me to do that. Um, so one year and a half uh, later, I could come back to London. And the first thing I did was to try to present what I had done to the people that I knew and take it from there. <laughs> so now, how long ago was that then? Between then and the showcase, like what, what happened in between then and and well a week and a half ago according to this recording so um yeah so so that was like 2020 2021 when i came to london and now it's 2023 so in this a couple of years i've i've literally been meeting people and making trying to make friends and trying to make to to connect with people that could somehow give me some advice and in, into you know how to take move this forward but most of the time the thing that the music was sitting in a different role <laughs> waiting for me to actually grow up enough to be like i'm gonna do this yeah. you know and and that's true of everybody <laughs> but it just sits there until you yeah. figure out what you and because it's your first musical you don't know what you don't know and you're yeah. trying to figure it all out so it, it's i always find when i talk to people in their first musical it's refreshing because you don't know what you don't know and you anything's possible and you'll talk to everybody yeah. and anything and it's and it's so exciting so and all this leads up to the showcase so tell us about the showcase that just went on um so at some point it was like you know no one is going to come and make this happen for me so I, I need to make a decision i need to even you know i have no idea what i was doing I, and i have no idea what i'm doing but i still was like okay let's set up a date and let's aim to have a good showcase for that day. So I did that. I booked a day um, at the beautiful venue, which is the Shoreditch Treehouse, which is in London, if you don't know it. It's the most amazing space. Um, and they let me do it there for free because I happened to play there quite often, which was really, really handy. Um, and I, yeah, I just worked on it, worked on, on, on finding the right cast, worked on finding the right people for the room, worked on buying so much alcohol for the night, for the people. 
you know, every single little detail, especially worked on having a good recording of the session, which we now have. So we can, you know, bring it to people and we can keep trying to move it forward. Nice. I always like to ask, um, when you're putting together the cast, you're going through rehearsals with this cast. This is probably the first time it's out of your head and into the body of somebody else. Was there ever um, a moment or something that somebody did that you went, I didn't even realize that it was, you know, maybe it made you laugh or maybe was poignant or something like that. Was there a moment within rehearsal where you just went, oh, wow, I didn't think of that? Um, I don't know. Well, I'm sure because you can't think of everything, can you? But it, it was just obviously so amazing to see it, you know, actually out of my head. that I was just surprised by everything because I was like, this is actually cool. You know, this is fun. Yeah. So yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so so the you're you're in the the now you're in the auditorium. The the show's going on. The audience. How was that reaction for yourself? How 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 did that make you feel? How was that moment? It was it was really emotional. I mean, I was I I was playing there as well because mm. I was I was I was on on the piano. They were the singers were singing. I was you know, yeah. behind them playing. Um, so I was I was part of the performance, but then, so I could actually, I, I did enjoy it once I watched the video and I, I, I could see, they were so amazing. They did an amazing job. And I was like, well, I can't believe we've got this amazing product to, to keep, you know, pushing it forward. Uh, but it was amazing. It was like, there's nothing I can say that could have been better for sure. It's almost better that you're playing it because then you you have something to concentrate on. You're not just st sitting in the audience Panicking watching about it. Yeah. Exactly. You, you're like, okay, I'm focused. I, I know stuff is going on and I want to listen to how they're reacting. But, you know, it, it's almost better because, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a lot more calm yeah. and you're at your element, right? You're at the piano. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, it was, I think it was this, it was so much going on. Yeah. that I wasn't even worried about it because it was like the amount of things that you could be worried about on such a night is yeah. way too much that I was just like, I'm just not going to worry about any of them. <laughs> I, I just trusted, you know, the cast was ridiculous and I had really amazing friends really, really like helping out and making things possible. So thank you so much to all of them <laughs> well congratulations on on the writing of the show and getting it on its feet now the question is what's next for it where do you see it going or, or do you have something planned is there something you can tell us well right now um I've, some promising things um came out of that night we are negotiating we're talking to people because we've got some really interesting you know people that the musical has attracted so we are seeing if we can actually sign um something to you know have it on next year i can't be really specific about it because it's nothing that we have done for sure for yet sure. but i can tell you that things might be working out that's all i i can say you know what that's the most important thing to say details are not that important when it's actually in progress yeah. so that's that's fantastic to hear and uh i look forward to hearing where it goes <laughs> in the future <laughs> as well and i always ask do you have any other projects on on the go outside of uh, the music well 
I mean, the project I have, apart from that one, is paying my bills. <laughs> uh, which consists consists on um i am you know playing for ballet and also i'm the resident pianist in a couple of different venues one of them being this beautiful shortest treehouse um and that's like my steady thing apart from random gigs so that the no, that to answer your question the the music was my life it's my big project and i don't i can't think about doing anything else and at least until and if that is you know yeah. big at some point I'm done done nice nice so how can people find out more about you as a website and social media and things like that uh so the musical is called one shoe of each color with with the british spelling of of color i'm good with that um and then yeah we've got instagram we've got tiktok so if basically if, if they go to instagram all of the rest comes from from that so one one shoe of which color it's that's where we are very cool and and you, we'll we'll help promote that as well and let people know and with our when when it comes to podcast and goes on the air which people are listening to at this moment um fantastic so again congratulations on writing the show and and you know discovering musical theater which is always, which is always good literally, literally. <laughs> and and yeah i look forward to seeing where it goes with this and and please keep us in mind because we'll if it comes on anywhere else let us know we'll help promote the heck out of it for you, Thank you. um we're always wanting to support new musicals so i guess maybe my biggest question and the one that's you know in my head what kind of bread did you make i'm always curious um banana thingy nice <laughs> like it's not i'm not even good at it it's my mom is a good baker you know i just mainly eat the stuff that she okay. makes I, I i probably just happen to help <laughs> so wait this is controversial but are you banana bread with walnuts or without oh without but okay. I, I actually need to try that upgrade yeah, some people put walnuts. Sometimes I put chocolate chips when I make my banana bread just to add a little. That sounds nice. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you'll have to try that. And if you do, let me know <laughs> whether you so, like it or not. <laughs> but, I will. Awesome. Uh, Sam, again, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us and introducing the listeners and myself you. to you and the new show that you have written. Thank you so much for your time. No problem. <laughs> All right. We were just speaking with uh, Samuel uh, Pena, the creator of the show One Shoe of Each Color, the musical. Watch for that in the future. And, you know, go to the website and the socials and check them out and and uh, listen to some of the music and, and support. Support new musicals. That's what we all need to do. All right. Tune in next week as we'll speak with another guest or guest as, with, about their life, love, and passion. That is musical theater. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you. <laughs>